For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Bruins lose to the Washington Capitals and a preview of the Bruins Carolina series. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, I open the show every week with, we believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? Well, I don't think Boston Bruins fans are believing right now. Because this team hasn't shown up for any of the round-robin games. This team won the President's Trophy for the best record in the league. And right now, they're playing like the worst team in the league. They went 0-3 in the round-robin. They basically had trouble scoring goals. So basically, these guys didn't show up. I mean, they've been playing horrible. I mean, the Bees played their best hockey of the round robin in the first period of the Capitals game. I mean, they had a good 19 minutes and 26 seconds of the period. There was good puck movement early on. Kasha looked good with Krejci and DeBrusque. Maybe if he would have been able to attend camp, maybe this team would have had some team chemistry and they probably could have played a little bit better. So who knows? The Bruins got sloppy late in the period and that led to a Capitals goal. So, you know, play sloppy, you'll get sloppy results. Uh, They passed the puck too much in the second period, especially on the power play. It was their second power play of the game. And basically, they just shot the puck. They didn't shoot the puck. They passed a lot. They may have gotten at least, I would say, two shots on goal. Maybe more. Maybe less. Maybe only one. I don't know. I don't remember because I was too busy watching them pass the puck. You know, and they also got sloppy again the second half of the second period. And for the third period, it just seemed like they were just skating around, doing nothing, waiting for the game to end. Jake DeBrusque was the only bright spot where when he scored a goal, the B's only goal a game, with about nine minutes left. I thought maybe there was still hope. Nope. They ended up losing the game two to one. So if not for a couple of terrible defensive breakdowns, maybe they would have actually won this game. Then again, they can't score, so maybe it really doesn't matter. And throughout these three games, I've I've been asking myself this question. Where's Bergeron? Where's Marshawn? Where's Krejci? You know, 
what happened to these guys? Did anyone check the back of a milk carton? Because these guys went missing during the round robin games. They never showed up. I mean, Marshawn is probably still looking for the puck he shot over the net in the Capitals game. I mean, that thing probably landed somewhere in Kingston, Ontario. Who knows? I mean, I'll admit that these games were probably just warm-ups for the Bees, but I expected them to put some effort into it. Some type of effort. I mean, some players did show up. Wagner showed up a little bit. He had a goal. Coyle showed up at some point. Pasternak had a goal in the um, exhibition game against Columbus. I mean, you really can't count that, but maybe you should. So, basically, they didn't go 3-0. and They went 0-3 in the round robin, but... You know, you take that game against Columbus, they really went 0-4. You know, and they didn't show up against the Flyers, and I expected that since the Flyers were really good going into the going into the break. I mean, they had a record of of they were going they had a record of nine straight until the Bruins uh, broke that streak two days before the season was um, paused. So, but I expected them to show up show up against the Flyers, and they basically didn't. Uh, they showed some life during the Lightning game, and there was an effort against the Caps. Just the first period. They didn't show up for the rest of the game. So, you know, what's what's the story? You know, why didn't they take these games seriously? I mean, were they worried about injuries? That could be one of the reasons for their lackluster performance. I mean, look at the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've lost Stamkos and they lost Hedman. Maybe the Bruins didn't want to lose any of their uh, top players. But here's the thing. None of them scored. At least, I mean, at least score a goal here. You know, this is this is re- this this whole thing was ridiculous and I'm glad it's over. But I'm confident that they'll find their game and their performance in front of the net will improve once they are playing playoff hockey meaningless or not I would have preferred to see the bees play a little bit with a little bit more hustle you know maybe what you just have to wonder what the heck happened to these guys the the the, the guy the team with the best record in the league and they can't score goals and they finish 0 and three but now that these silly round robin games are over we can get on to some real games Maybe they'll they will finally show up in the first round versus Carolina. You know, flip the switch on, and we'll see the President's Trophy winners we saw during the regular season. Or the will we see the current team that didn't show up to play in the round robin games? It's really tough to tough to tough to say. Now you can't compare what the Bruins did and what the Canes did. All right, Carolina played a bad Rangers team while the Bruins played the three best teams in the Eastern Conference. All right. Plus, if you think about it, two of the Canes games or two of the Canes wins came against Hendrick Lundqvist. So who knows? I know the Hurricanes have a deep and young and talented lineup. I mean, they have young goal scorers like Sebastian Ajo, Andre Shevinkov, and Timu Teravainen up front. Uh, Jacob Slavin and Sammy Vatanen on the blue line. Can't rule out a veteran like former Bruin Dougie Hamilton in there. But the the thing that really stand 
could make a difference is the goaltending for her for the Hurricanes. The goaltending is still an area to exploit with the Hurricanes. I mean, Peter Morazic isn't an elite goaltender like Tuka Rask is, like Braden Holpe is. You know, he's not that he's he's not an elite goalie. All right. And this will probably be be the reason why the Bruins win this series. But the Bees need to be at the top of their game in this series. I mean, these these kids are quick. You know, Carolina has these kids are young and quick. So we'll have to see. The defense needs to get it together if have, if they have any chance of beating the Canes. You know, Chara looked lethargic and confused during during these uh, round robin games, and Lazan looked like he belongs back with the baby bees. The only person, the only player, was McAvoy. Who has had who had some decent games, so basically they got to get this they got to get their act together on defense. Now the forwards need to shoot the puck more. I've stressed this a lot. They have to shoot the puck more. All right, because Morazic, not he's not a he's not a superstar goaltender. He's not a Vesna he's not a he's not Vesna material like Rask is. Maybe they shoot the puck, they get some lucky bounces or rebounds. You know, but you got to go after. You got to go after this kid. I mean, he's no Carter Hart or Braden Holpe. Go after, just shoot the puck, shoot the puck, shoot the puck, and maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe rattle his cage a little bit, and the kid will probably will probably surrender a lot of like soft goals. The other thing is maybe maybe switch the lines around a little bit. Maybe move um, Pasternak on with. Um, with Krejci for a game or two. Um, you know, put Bjork up with um, Marshawn and Bergeron. You know, maybe that might help. So it's it's kind of it's kind of kind of weird how things how things are going to turn out with this series. You know, as bad as the Bruins have looked at times since the play restarted, Carolina doesn't worry me. The Hurricanes are a a younger version of the Bruins with just bad goaltending. You know, you, that's what it's all, all going to come down to. This series will probably come down to the goaltending. And who would you rather have? Morazic or, or Rask? And Rask is a Vezina Trophy winner. He's He's got playoff experience. I mean, look at him in last year's playoffs. He basically stole a lot of games. He stole a lot. He was the reason why the Bruins... He was basically some of the part of the reason that the Bruins actually made it to the finals last year. You know, I I think that the the veteran the veteran Bruins te- this veteran Bruins team is going to have some is going to have some trouble with the with the young with the young kids like Aho and Svechnikov, Teravainen. They they're going to have troubles with these ki- with 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 those kids. Because even like in the in in the qualifying round, I actually thought that the Edmonton the youth of the Edmonton Oilers would actually beat the veteran Blackhawks, and I was wrong. So hopefully, the veteran Bruins will come out and beat the the young Hurricanes. So as far as how many games, I'm thinking, I I keep sitting there and I keep saying to myself, all right. Bruins in five, Canes in six. 
if it comes down to goaltending, I would say I'm going to actually say this one goes all the way to seven games. And I'm thinking the Bees are going to win this, and not because of, and it's going to be basically it's going to be because of Rask. I I believe it'll be because of Rask because let's face it, the goaltending the goaltending is going to be the issue here with the Canes. Now, if the Bruins would have beaten the the Capitals and played the Islanders, I would have been a little bit more more scared of the Islanders, because the the Islanders are also have are also deep and young, but they have some really good veterans on that team. And the other thing is that, yeah, the Islanders were horrible towards the end of the season because they have all the injuries, but now they're back healthy. So now that they're back healthy, you know they're actually. You know, they actually had a good team to put together. I mean, they really, they were down the line. They were basically on life support getting into the playoffs. They had, they had all types of injuries, but then you had the, you had the break, the team got healthy and they, after watching their games, they were pretty good. And the one thing that really scared me, not only about the forwards and the defensemen of that team, but the goaltending with, uh, Varl, more Russian names. Ah, Varlamov. Val, Val, I can't even say it. I don't know why. Russian names. You know, why can't they have names like Williams and Smith and Schmied and stuff? You know, damn Russians. Can't pronounce them today. Uh. Um. So I'm I'm basically going with the bees in seven games. Now, if you're a history buff like me, the um. The Bruins' playoff record versus the Carolina Hartford franchise is 19-11-0. I don't know, or just 19-11. and 11. You don't even have to put the O in there, but it's 19-11 in the playoffs. So the Bees do have a good good playoff record versus this franchise, so I looked, I actually look for it to continue. The Bees won, actually won the first series between these two clubs, four games to three, back in 1990 against the Hartford Whalers. So a little little whaler thing I'm going to throw at you there. But I have a feeling that it's going to come down to goaltending, Mrazek versus Rask. Maybe maybe even you might even probably might see, you know, if Halak, if um Rask has a one bad game in the series, you might see Halak in there. So even even I would even give the Bruins the upper hand with Halak, with Halak too in there instead of Mrazek. So this is going to be probably one of the Best series of the playoffs. You have young young talent versus a veteran team that's got some young talent. But the thing is with this team is that the Bruins need the Bruins need to shoot the puck and they need to score goals. And they got to take advantage of Mrazek. They have to take advantage of him. Because if they don't, then they're in deep trouble. And if they they could they could lose this series. Because they can't put the puck in the net, and those guys who were on the milk carton during the um, during the playoff during the round robin need to show up, and I'm hoping that these guys actually show up. Now, looking at the um, series, the series schedule, the series schedule is going to look like this. Of course, game one will be Tuesday. August 11th at 8 p.m. Game 2 is on Thursday. Game 3 is on Saturday. That's at noon. 
Game four will be Monday at 8 o'clock. Game five, if necessary, will be Wednesday, August 19th. Game six, if necessary, will be Thursday, August 20th. And game seven, if necessary, will be Sunday, August 23rd. So better clear your calendars. Make sure you don't have any pool parties pool parties scheduled or anything like that because you're going to need to sit in front of your television with the AC running because it's still going to be damn hot out there and watch the Bruins and the Canes. So, But hopefully, hopefully the Bruins will win this game and I, will win this series in seven games. I'm hoping I'm right. But if this turns out to be a short series, I'm thinking, all right, B's in seven. Yeah, B's in seven. I think I'll I'll, I'll stand by that. I'm going to go with B's in seven. And this is going to be basically come down to goaltending. So if, if I don't want to hear the haters out there, if, you know, Tuca happens to, they happen, the Bruins happen to win the series and you guys still say Tuca sucks because he let in a couple of goals that maybe led to, you know, a game, maybe led in a game seven. Who knows? Who knows? But Carolina in seven, I mean, Bruins in seven, whoa. You know, but the thing is, these guys got to show up now. Everything is, this, these, these games are for real now. They're not the, they're not some throwaway game. All right. These are serious games now. So now they got to really step up their game. The, the forward, I mean, they got to score some goals. Tuka's, I, 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 you know what? I'm not even, I'm not even worried about Tuka. I'm not worried about him. Let him play his game. Because on the other on the other, on the other end of the ice is a guy who basically is an average goalie, an average NHL goalie. So that's how I see it. It's all going to come down to this goaltending matchup. I mean, yeah, Aho, Svinkov, and Teravainen might, you know, might be a threat. But I have a feeling that if the defense comes together and you have Tuca back there. I have a feeling that they can hold hold off these young kids, and let the veterans up front do their work like they were supposed to during the round robin. Now, the number one pick in the 2020 draft is still to be will be awarded tonight in the second phase of the NHL draft lottery at 6 p.m. The eight teams eliminated from the Stanley Cup qualifiers will participate in this second phase each with a 12.5% chance of winning the number one pick. The teams, uh, these teams include the Edmonton Oilers, the Florida Panthers, the Minnesota Wild, the New York Rangers, the Nashville Predators, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Winnipeg Jets, and the Maple Leafs. So this is, this is going to be something that I haven't been, I was never in favor of. And I'm not in favor. I don't even like the lottery draft. I mean, to me, when you have finished with the worst record in the league, you have every right for that last pick. All right. I know I know that the balls, the ping pong balls or whatever they do to select the draft the picks, you know, you're not the number the number of the balls is greater with the worst with the worst team, and I get that. But to do something like this and let one of these teams that already like got a chance to participate in this. It should is wrong. It should have been just the plain old 
you know, the guys who didn't make, who didn't even, weren't even invited to this, you know, to, invited up to Toronto or Edmonton for the, for this playoff series tournament, whatever the hell you want to call it. It should have just gone down to those teams that weren't, weren't even there. And that's it. Not include, you know, you sh- they, they shouldn't have even included any of these teams in, in the draft lottery. Because to me, it wasn't, it's, it's not that it wasn't fair. It's just that they, they already got, they, they, they were invited. You know, you were invited, but now you're getting like a, I, I guess you could call it, you're, you're getting a participation trophy. I, I, I guess. I don't know if that's what you could call it. But it, tonight's going to be interesting to see who comes away with that first round pick. Um, could the Pittsburgh Penguins get that first round pick? And since Sidney Crosby is basically getting up there in years, could this young hot, hot shot number one pick take over for you know be waiting in the wings? So when you know when when Crosby's ready to retire, this kid's going to move right into his slot. You don't know. The New York Rangers, who had the second round, who had a second overall pick last year, could get the number one pick this year. And I think with the all the talent, the young talent that they're bringing into this organ, into the Rangers organization, I think they can actually have a couple good playoff runs. The only thing in question for the, for the Rangers is that, you know, do you keep your coach? But we'll get that. We'll we'll hit on that a couple months down the line when the season restarts again. The Maple Leafs. They have a pretty, I mean, if you throw into, you know, you have Tavares in there, you have uh, Matthews, Marner, you have all those guys in there, throw in this other kid, you could actually have a, a pretty decent team. You know, you can, and, and here's the thing, you know, do you pencil the kid in or do you, you know, into the year lineup or do you use um permanent pen? Who knows? And then you have the Edmonton Oilers sitting there. You know they have all this great talent. I mean, all these great young talent to add this to add a new kid, the number one pick. That would be outstanding. So whoever comes, whoever comes out of this tonight, I think will probably be a. You know, probably, you know, it'll boost them. I mean, the Florida Panthers. I mean, to have the number one pick. You know, to have this kid in South Florida build. Build your team around them. Really good marketing. Same thing with Minnesota, Nashville. It's it's you know that this this is a this is a good chance for somebody to actually you know somebody like a Florida or a Minnesota actually have that star really superstar player to market the team around. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. If you have a question, you can tweet me at HockeyNASCAR413 or you can go to my Believe in Boston Bruins Facebook page. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.